Welcome to the Beef Watch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to be discussing an article from the September issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled, Can Early Pregnancy Detection Help You Make Culling and Replacement Decisions for This Fall? To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by the co-authors, Dr. Lindsay Wachter-Mead, who's a veterinarian and also a Nebraska Extension educator, as well as Dr. Casey McCarthy, who's a CalCast system specialist with Nebraska Extension. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having us, Aaron. Yeah, thanks for having us. Well, I thought this article was very timely as we're recording this. We're setting in early September, and for many spring calving herds, this is the time of year when we start to see pregnancy diagnosis get kicked off. People are preg testing either their yearling heifers that were AI'd and exposed to bulls or their cow herd. Share with us the different methods of pregnancy diagnosis that are available, the advantages and disadvantages of each, and then how that information might be used as producers are thinking about making management decisions for this fall. So the the traditional method of pregnancy diagnosis would be, uh, you know, manual palpation, rectal palpation. And over the years, definitely um, technology has advanced for us and um, ultrasound diagnosis has become a really useful tool, especially in veterinary medicine, but just to be getting us a, a much more accurate diagnosis and earlier. So we can we can go in and start to ultrasound as early as 35 days. And, and it's, you know, it's exciting to be able to see on the screen. You can actually see that fetus in there. And depending on, you know, how far along or what stage we're at, sometimes you could even just, you could even uh, sex that fetus. So to know if you're going to have a heifer calf. Um, so that, that's a really convenience factor for producers. And then the last one that we highlighted in our article was um, you can use a blood, a blood test diagnosis. Um, so you can do that as early as 28 days, actually. You can you can draw that blood sample, but it does have to be sent out. And so there were there's a few um, cons to that. You know, you're not going to have an immediate diagnosis, so you can't you can't uh, sort shoot side. You do have to wait approximately a week to get those results back. But it is it is an early diagnosis and you don't have um, you know, there's there's no rectal palpation involved. And so the, the risk of that part is low. So we think about these three different methods just go into a little more detail of some of the advantages and disadvantages of each. Uh, you mentioned that ultrasound, you can begin to uh, do that at 35 days and pick up pregnancy. Again, that would be 35 days post-breeding. Uh, palpation, where we'll be looking at there in terms of uh, accuracy and, and what are the advantages and disadvantages of each as we think about comparing them to one another? Uh, thinking here about just potential risk of pregnancy loss, things like that. Lots of Lots of good questions there, Erin. I think, uh, you know, a few things to be thinking about, you know, Lindsay mentioned it. We, you have some options depending on your facilities, depending on, you know, facility setup, what you have available for technician, uh, you know, and veterinary experience. So, you know, depending on if you're AIing or exposing your heifers or cows to bulls, I think there's um, some unique opportunities to implement and utilize um, early pregnancy detection, especially when you're thinking about sorting different groups, making culling decisions. I think if we, you know, are utilizing artificial insemination and we're trying to keep back those heifers that uh, breed back early in the breeding season, I think we can make those decisions shoot side 
and be able to separate those cow herds by calving date. It allows you to think about management from a nutritional standpoint and how we can meet requirements either for growing heifers and or maybe we have a different pair of, of cows that need um, some additional groceries. And so if we can think about um, managing those groups a little differently, especially with AI detection or bull bread detection, uh, that really helps um, set up those groups a little differently. Yeah. And then to, to add on to that, what Casey had said, Erin, um, you had asked about age diagnosis for rectal palpation, and that varies so dramatically. And it really does depend on how much, you know, how much experience your veterinarian has and, and the comfort level of where they are. And I'll be the first to, to be honest, if, if I'm going in with just my arm, um, you know, I was in practice for 12 years, but, but if, that girl's got to be almost, you know, 45 days or long. Those early ones are, you, I, I miss those sometimes. So it just, it just depends on, um, you know, the confidence factor of the veterinarian, but adding to what Casey had mentioned, um, if you are utilizing advanced technologies such as artificial insemination or even embryo transfer, especially you have, when you have a breed date, you really, it, it's really such a benefit to be utilizing the technology of ultrasound because now we can count back from when she should have been bred and we can give you a much more accurate, accurate diagnosis because, because we know the date that that fetus and how far along it should be. So taking that extra step when you're already putting in so much effort to get those, you know, superior genetics by using AI, um, ultrasound is definitely the way to go. One of the other things from my perspective that ultrasound offers the opportunity to do is you can pick up things like twins, which, you know, I think that can be valuable. Some herds have a high twin incidence. And so early on identifying which cows have twins, then you can think about managing those, being aware of that at the time of calving, uh, being paying special attention to those that were identified with twins with ultrasound. The other thing that I think in my mind, especially with the drought conditions, and we look at situations where people may need to cull down their cow herd and they've invested quite a bit of time and effort in developing a set of genetics, identifying cows that have bull calves in them or cows that have heifer calves, I think can really be a tool to use to identify maybe which cows we sell, which cows we keep. Uh, again, having known which cows are likely to have heifer calves may help you make some decisions in terms of which cows do we need to go ahead and sell just because we don't have adequate feed resources to do that, uh, to keep the cow herd intact for its uh, everything there, uh, which are heifer calves. So just a lot more information, I think, that ultrasound provides for you. Definitely. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, I mean, we're using it for pregnancy diagnosis at the time, but it will tell us that extra information if if we don't find a fetus in there. But, you know, we can also see pathologies, such as if there's an infection in that uterus, we can also use the ultrasound wand to go over and look at the the ovaries. And so if we have a cystic heifer, um, you know, that'll show up too. So it does add that extra, you know, that extra confidence of telling us, okay, what's going on with this girl? And is this the decision, you know, make or break that we should maybe call her? Yeah, those are great points, Lindsay. And I think even to add to that of just being able to identify, um, you know, those fetuses, it, you know, it takes what a range around 50 to 120 days by an experienced veterinarian to be able to determine that. So thinking about timing and, and how long your breeding season is, I think there's a lot of factors in there 
uh, that you can start to do the math and then be able to open up opportunities to maybe market some of those heifers that are open or maybe cystic, like you mentioned. Um, we we don't want to keep those around. And so how do we target, you know, a, a yearling or feeder market for some of those yearling heifers, maybe for some of those cows, if they are open, um, we can roll them into a later calving group, maybe a, a summer or a fall calving group, or even opportunities that that maybe we retain those open cows and send them to the cool cow market you know, maybe after, after winter, depending on forage resources. So I think there starts to be a lot of options depending on the timing and, and when you're utilizing some of these technologies. One of the things you need, you mentioned in the article that I think we need to also make sure folks know is that early on in pregnancy, if we're handling those heifers or those cows and we're going through the alley in the chute, performing a pregnancy diagnosis, there is the greater potential of some early embryonic loss. Share with us just some things to be aware of with that and and maybe how we might address that if we think about utilizing one of these tools. Yeah, so any time, I mean, any time that you're, you're working animals, there's a level of stress. And uh, we do know that, especially in early pregnancy, you know, if you are gathering up these girls and they're going through the shoot, level of stress and there is the potential for some early fetal loss um i case you'll have to jump in i think you said it was 1.5 percent um in that early yep yeah there's some some research uh kind of back in the the late 90s that did a lot of different palpation and ultrasound checks um with heifers around that 42 to 74 days of um, pregnancy and yeah, their overall loss was about one and a half percent and it did range. Um, and they had experienced and unexperienced technicians within that that study. And so understanding that there is is risk. And, and like Lindsay said, I think um, being able to have those discussions with your veterinarian and make sure that your timing and, and handling of those those heifers and cows um, are appropriate to make sure you can mitigate that risk as much as possible. Yeah, it really depends on, like Casey had mentioned, um, having that conversation with your veterinarian and seeing what they are comfortable with. Um, you know, at, at what level is it okay to be gathering these girls personally? Um, you know, I think it just, if, if I'm going to be doing something a little bit later, I did, I, I would usually wait till the 45 day mark myself. Um, but that that's also multiple reasons. You know, we, it, we didn't have the bull pulled out for a certain amount of time, or we don't have help to get everybody gathered. And so that, that time frame works for me, but again, it just depends on, on what you feel comfortable with. And, and again, remember, it's just, it's just a good, um, a good time to remember how we do the low stress cattle handling, regardless of what age these animals are, um, that, that will definitely take you a long ways in the, you know, the, the quiet handling, the good facilities, the understanding how cattle move will help you, um, regardless of the stage of gestation. Absolutely. And I think even to, to add to that, um, thinking about time and weather conditions, you know, we, we know that, some of those warmer days, if we can get out a little earlier in the morning or perhaps even later, depending on how facilities um, can, you know, you can work animals through some of those cooler mornings where we're trying to reduce any of that additional environmental stress as well. So really great points, Lindsay. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, August is, is typically 
if we, if you ever say slower, but you know, it's a little bit less busy than when you get into the heavy fall run of the, the rectal palpation. And so it's a good time to take advantage of that ultrasounding. But again, like Casey had mentioned, you know, it's, it's hot. And so we want to do that early in the morning or late at, at night, just so that we are, we're staying within those boundaries of not only for the animal, but for you too. We don't want to be working out there when it's a hundred degrees. Anything else on this topic you think would be valuable for producers? I think I it's, think so. it, I was just going to say, I think it's just really important, regardless of what, of what method you choose, there's not a wrong method. Um, but, but having that information is so valuable to you as a cow calf producer to know when your cows and your heifers are going to calve. You know, it helps with labor. It helps with facilities. It will help with health um, if you can get them, um, you know, separated and nutrition. So we already talked about feeding them a little bit more. But that information, you know, you, you get a lot out of that that two minutes in the shoot. And so I would definitely recommend that you you reach out to your veterinarian and, and you talk about, you know, what method works best for your operation and, and get that scheduled because you you'll really benefit from from the short amount of time that that takes to do that. Yeah. And I think I would even add it in addition to that. Um, it helps you start then to make some of those other decisions. You know, we talked about the opportunities or the potential for early diagnosis of how we can manage those groups, but also how we can market those animals as well. And so I think it starts to, to, to give you options on how, um, you know, how, uh, to manage those cows through dry conditions. You know, if you have the feed resources, or those potential for, for culling decision as well. So, um, you know, I, I think it's always beneficial to think about what resources you have available. And like Lindsay mentioned, be able to have those conversations and get something set up because it can be a value, especially now when you're trying to figure out what direction you want to go with your cows and in your heifers. Well, thanks again for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Aaron. Well, for more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. Again, the title of the article we discussed today, Can Early Pregnancy Detection Help You Make Culling and Replacement Decisions This Fall?